Edges around the world and 50K. And now, John O'Bean and Sharon. Friday afternoon. Oh, oh, You're right, mate. Show. Yeah. Oh, One mate. show left. That'll teach you about a bucky bong before the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shouldn't have started like that, guys. <laughs> Always get excited for Friday, though. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, clearly you do over there, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he, come, he comes in swinging his bucket like Mary Poppins, <laughs> heading off to the well, doesn't he? But, oh, bucket bong Friday. Something I'm not. I just had a croaky voice. But anyway, it's a great show this afternoon. Whatever. You're definitely doing a bong in here. <laughs> That's right, Ben. Everyone believes that. Mitch <laughs> Shane's coming in the studio after four o'clock this afternoon. Love Mitch James. He's always fun to hang out with and he's, he's fresh back. I always love hearing his overseas stories and what he gets up to overseas. He's fresh back from a trip through Europe. Yeah. He went to Spain. Hola. Uh, yeah, you could be going around the world as well with 50 grand to spend. Uh, every caller on the radio show goes in the draw for that sweet price. But next, there is a great disappointment of this show and uh, I'm going to make it easy for you to guess. It's not me. It's not Ben, but it's somebody else. <laughs> oh, it's not the guy who's just been doing bucky bombs for the show. Jeez, I must have really let the side down. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Last night, we went along to see producer Dan's uh, show at the Little Howick Theatre, didn't we? Howick Little. Oh. Howick Little Theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I got that wrong. They get really annoyed when you pronounce the name wrong, mate. Oh, I've done it a couple of times. I'm boy, gonna, boy. I'm going to put it out there. We saw why does that wind them up? What does it matter if the Little's becoming poor before or after the Howick? You're still getting the gist it's the of little it. things, mate. They, they want to make the little thing the... the, the the, the main thing. Oh, right. That is, so that's their thing. But you could just go, big, little. How it's <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. Anyway. Sorry. Well, he was in, Dan was in Great Gatsby last night, mm. and uh, we went to see it. He was the main character. Not mm. Great Gatsby like his ugo friend. And, um, <laughs> you're the ugo friend in the movie. Yeah, great the great accent, though. You, you're bloody good. You were great. You sounded oh, like Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm going to say at times, when the lighting was a little darker, I found you attractive. Oh, Sharon. <laughs> do it. your accent. Um, oh, I can't really do, do it. Do it. Like, Come on, Dan. Uh, Just do one of your lines, old sport. Come on, old sport. Okay, well, this is my accent. This is how I, this is how I talk in That's the show. That's not how he talked in the show. That was a, that was a bad version Go of it. Go on, do it. Give us one of your big lines. Okay, Come on, do um, it properly. Well, from what I've heard, the whole town is desolate. All the cars have their left wheel real painted black in morning, and there's a persistent wail all night I long. I wish he talked like that all the time. It sounded he was good. It was real good. Ben, uh, Jono doesn't look very impressed. No, he doesn't. Oh, no, so it was good. It was, like, it was all right. Like, you can definitely tell he's a Kiwi. <laughs> no, okay, oh, I don't no. think that you did it justice to Seppel. The point of the chap was that someone was a very big missing part yeah. of our team outing yeah. last night. Oh, Dina was there. Dina yeah, was there. Sharon was there. No, I'm sorry. Ben I'm was sorry. there. Five was minutes before we are about to go in on our first big family outing to support our son, Dan. Planning it for weeks. Yeah. Jono sends a group text and he says, <laughs> you're not going to believe it. <laughs> and we're like, well, now we are. He's going he's to pull out on something again. I'm going to believe it. That's, that's, how, that's how he opens it. He says... You could have stopped the text there and I would have believed that he wasn't coming. You're not going to believe this, but I am literally on the way to the doctors with a spewing kid. So sorry, Dan. Jeez, kids, eh? <laughs> what a load of crap. I love Dan's oh. response. I was like, this sweet ass, I'll get you tickets for tomorrow night. Now, maybe, maybe Point out, may we also point out that traffic was bad and it was torrential rain. Oh, yeah, it was it was bad form from you, Jonathan oh, Pryor. My God, who says he never likes to go anywhere? You say it many times on the road, uh, on the show, but no, I'm and not And you lying. were tired yesterday. Yeah. I'm not lying. Poppy was sick. We were eating dinner and we we're just about to leave. Like just about to walk out the door, and she vomited all over her spaghetti bolognese. Mm. I've even named the dish. Oh. That's what liars do. They make it very complicated. Now I've got some special music there that will. 
Yeah, perfect. Hold on, Dan, you guys still don't believe me. Dan? No. Right, you blamed her on your daughter as well. Like, she's not here to defend herself. Dan, <laughs> yeah. ignore him right now. Tell Jono how it made you feel. How did how did Jono just ruin everything for you? I don't know if I can talk. <laughs> You know, Do it quickly because we've been talking for a while. We well, were okay. looking up those empty, the empty seat that Jono was meant to sit in last night. And he wasn't there. <laughs> and it's like, but, like my own dad hasn't been to the show, and I feel like you're, you know, my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I think your real dad should go to the show before I do. I'm going to say that. Yeah, he hasn't, though. His mum has been twice, though. Jules was there. Yeah. You know what? I feel like Dan's not the only one you've let down. Yeah. I reckon there will be people listening right now. I'll wait 100 The Edge. We'll text a 3343. How has Jonathan Pryor ruined your entire life? Yeah. Katerina? Because my flight was delayed. Oh, not again. How long has it been delayed for, Katerina? An hour today and last week by two hours. That's my bad. That is my bad. Is. I'll take that one on the chin. And who do you blame? Jono. Jono. Yeah. It's all Jono's fault. You're everybody not going to believe does. this, but my flight's delayed, guys. Somebody <laughs> texts into 3343. Jono ruined everybody's life the day he came to Palmerston North to visit. Oh, well, oh. not everybody's life, just oh. the people in Palmerston North. Yeah, that's true. He broadcasts on television, ruining everyone's life as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack, how did Jono ruin your life? I spent 45 minutes on the internet trying to find a photo of him with hair. Oh, that, <laughs> that is true. And, and who do you blame? Jono! Jono! Fair play. Sorry, Jack, I don't know why you'd wait 45 minutes to Apparently, Jono cast Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones, too. Oh, good one, Jono. Jono. This is my fault. I do represent him as a booking agent. I I thought this would be a great career move here. No one will hate you for doing this. Text 3343, I went to a work function. There was a guy that acted like a real drunk douchebag all night. He looked exactly like Jono, so we all called him douchehead Jono all night. And who do you blame? Jono. And finally, Michael, your one. This is definitely all Jono's fault. What happened? Well, I was having my wedding um, dinner with my wife and people, as you do, and my father stood up to give a speech and used my brother's name. (gasps) Instead of yours. And who do you blame? Jono. Jono. Yeah, it's all Jono's fault. You know, actually, I talked to your father before. I was like, you know what will be a classic gag? Use the brother's name in the speech. Said it more than once as well. Yeah, because oh. I know what's really happening. <laughs> are you guys, oh, Jono, oh, Jono, are you guys twins or anything? Oh, is it, sorry? You guys aren't twins or something? No. Oh, Jono, how could you do that? I thought it'd be a classic gag. Oh. I'm sorry. Sometimes I miss the mark. A lot of the times I miss my you mark. You did miss the mark. Well, the good news is, Michael, you are in the draw along with Katerina and Jack. You are all good in the draw to go around the world with two of your mates with $50,000, all thanks to Flight Centre. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Well, he's one of our favourite Kiwi pop stars and he's joining us in the studio, Mitch James. It's always good to have this guy in the studio. I feel like it's your younger brother who comes in and More visits. successful younger brother. More successful younger brother and you're like, what have you been doing? You look like you've let yourself go and made some bad life decisions, but that's how you learn. Absolutely. Mitch James. Best intro ever. Best intro ever. Mitch, uh, you're fresh back from Europe. Yeah, I was filming a video there and had some meetings and stuff, so it's... Uh, all right, what weird shit on. did you get up to in Europe? <laughs> yeah, Tell us it all. It's very European. Oh, you know I can't mention that on the radio, Jono. <laughs> so where were you? You were Barcelona, all right? Yeah, Barcelona in London. Yeah. No, Barcelona. 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 Say it with a lisp. Barcelona. We went to Barcelona and I got run over by a bull. 
It was a nightmare. We were doing like this thing called bull jumping. So bulls would run towards you, and then these uh, Spanish like athletes would run towards the bull and they'd jump over it Do as like it flips, flips and flips oh, over it. So we gave that a go with 10 minutes practice. <laughs> it seemed like probably do. not enough practice, and it definitely wasn't because you got run over. Anyway, that's my Barcelona And when's your album athlete. coming up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what other questions you want to ask me, Mitch? <laughs> no, but did you do anything like that in, in Barcelona? Did you go no. bull, whatever the heck that was, or did no. you do anything touristy? I um, The running of the bulls in Pamplona was like the day after that I left, uh. but um, I had. 10 hours sleep, 40 hours filming, and two wow. hours off. Yeah, what was, were you filming for 40 hours? Um, sex tape. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only mischief sex tape. That's <laughs> it. Yes. I'm taking the Kim K route to fame. Yeah, it's not for her. Was it a music video? Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was the video for Won't Bother Me, actually. So why yeah. Barcelona? Was it your idea? Was you well, like, well, that's where I want to go? Or? Yeah, so there's this, there's this guy, Tommy Franklin, who's like this crazy dancer who's, uh, it's not like your typical dancer, he's like very weird. Yeah. And um, he lives in Barcelona. Barcelona, so it was either he come over here and um, or I do it over there, and I thought stay here, make a New Zealand video, or use the Enzidonia money to go to Barcelona. Disclaimer: <laughs> <laughs> Enzidonia didn't fund it. Didn't oh, they? Yeah. What's wrong with them? Well, oh, they don't know greatness, Sharon. Well, no, they clearly don't because they fund our show. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> hey, I've uh, got Miss James in uh, for a Friday afternoon. You're about to do. Uh, the uh, the cover challenge, my friend. Oh yes. What song have you picked? Um, location by Khalid. Ooh, yeah. this is a goodie. Because yeah. last time you came in, we did a freestyle cover challenge. Yep. And we threw songs at Mitch while he was singing it. So it, he would be going through, and we'd just name a song, and he'd have to stop singing that song and sing the next one. We got a little clip of it. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. No. Okay, Mitch, we're gonna mess with you. Bring in James Arthur, Say You Won't Go. Alright, here we go. <laughs> I'm let you in the dark. You lit me up. You made me feel as though I wasn't enough. But this time you're just going to do one song. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm quite excited about this. No pressure. No, you sound disappointed. Yeah, you just, so. just come up a montage of <laughs> him doing half a dozen songs. Just going to do one song. You do one song, and I'm quite excited about it. I believe in you. Yeah. If you could chuck a couple of the other songs in this song, it would be great. We always rely on you, and uh, you know what? We're even going to film it for the Edge TV and take you to our very flash studio. Oh. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Miss James with Carla Location. Focus on communicating And I just need the time and place to come through No, oh, no, send me your location Let's ride the vibration And I don't need nothing else but you At times I wonder why I fool with you This is new to me, this is new to you Initially, I didn't want to fall for you Getting my attention, it was all for you So don't take advantage, don't leave my heart damaged To understand that things go a little bit better when you're planning Oh, no, won't you send me your location Let's focus on communicating And I just need the time and place to come through I know, 
Good at singing one song as well as six songs. Very <laughs> proud of you, Mitch. Very proud of you. <laughs> so, what are, what, what are the future plans? What are your future goals and aspirations for 2017, Mitch James? Uh, world domination. Uh, I'm going to run for prime minister. Good. Uh, right. Good. Yeah. No. I just just one day at a time. Just keep working. Keep riding. You're like a rugby player. Let's just take it one, <laughs> one game at a time. One day I'm like a rugby player to take two games at a time just to see what it would do. You know. Yeah, like, Think about the game ahead. Yeah. I'm just I'm just going to continue to do what I do and whatever happens happens that's the most cliche answer i've ever given oh i like it oh, hey, no. can you ask your parents before you come in next time uh just thought about this right now uh if you were named after mitch from baywatch just want to know if your mum was a horned dog for him i would not be surprised that they um my sister's called kathleen and they named her after uh kathleen kennedy um so i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if my mum can we call your mum now um is she home I know her mobile. And what's, what's your mum's name? Viv. Viv. That's yeah. a classic mum name. Yeah. yeah I, I bet Viv is a good sort too. Hello, Viv Jane. Viv. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Viv. Viv, it's John O'Ben and Sharon here from the Edge Radio Station. We've got your wonderful son, Mitch, in here with us. Hi, Mum. Hi, darling. <laughs> She's like, this is very surprising. <laughs> hey, Sharon just had a great question, and we thought we'd put it to you uh, on the phone. Sharon? Hi, Mama James. Uh, question is, is Mitch named after Mitch Buchanan, uh, played by Dave Hasselhoff on uh, on Baywatch, because you're a bit of a horn dog for Please him. Please say no, Mum. <laughs> Please say no. <laughs> mm, no. I don't believe you, Mama so James. Uh, yeah. I don't believe you. I reckon you like that. Yeah. Oh, don't know who David Hasselhoff yeah. is. Yeah, oh, come on, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> no better than that, no better. No better. Is he, is he named after Is he named after anyone in particular, Viv? No, just like the name. You know, it comes to you. You know, it gets you in the heart there. Oh, oh what a wonderful... Yeah. <laughs> hey, good on you, Viv. Thank you very much. See you soon, Mum. Have a great
See you, Mitch. See you, oh, we didn't even get an embarrassing story from Mama James about uh, Mitch. Poor old, poor old Mitch is going, please never say the words horn dog <laughs> to my mum ever again. I'm telling you, she's horn dog for that chest, I'm telling you. Uh, always good to catch up with you, buddy, yeah, and uh, all the best. Guys. We'll have you back anytime. Yeah, absolutely. Mitch James. On the edge. Exciting news announced this morning at eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. yeah, this was big. JJ Dobbin Randall made the big announcement that something that was so good is coming back. Yeah, Edge Fest is coming back in uh, November this year, right, Shaz? Yes, it is coming to Christchurch, Horncastle Arena on the 3rd of November, Wellington on TSB Bank Arena on the 4th of November, and Auckland at Spark Arena on the 5th of November. And if you're, if you're like, young and angelic and you're like, what the heck is Edge Fest? I've never heard of this. First of all, smack yourself on the bum because you missed out on the best damn music festival this country has ever seen. So the Edge Fest, if you've never been before is when we bring a whole lot of incredible artists that you hear on the edge all the time. We put them in one show and we we sell tickets to it real cheap. It'll be the cheapest you'll ever see these artists and you'll have an amazing, amazing day. Hope we get some tickets. Do you reckon we'll get a couple of tickets? What do we have to pay for tickets? What's you'll be working, here? mate. What's the deal here? You'll be there. Yeah, you'll be, be there. I like doing my uh, sound and lighting rigs <laughs> at these events. This oh. is where my talents come into play. I used to love going to Edge Fest. It is so much fun, but we want to know the lineup and the big lineup announcement yeah. is coming on Wednesday at 8 a.m. But uh, we actually have got someone on the phone right now who knows a little bit about the lineup and who reckons they can reveal one of the headliners to Ooh. us. Uh, on the phone, the mole. Hello, John O'Bannon. What's the inside gosmo? Oh, well, I've got lots of inside goss on Edgefest 2017. Okay, what is it? What do you got? What do you got for us? Well, you didn't hear it from me. Well, no, he did because people can hear you saying it now, but I, I, I won't pick holes. Yeah, just don't point out that I told you. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, we okay, won't well, tell you because we, we heard that you've actually been in the KFC Edgefest meetings. Hmm, I have been. Well, I haven't necessarily. Didn't necessarily know I was there, but I was sort of hiding in the corner. <laughs> Moles also, should we just uh, mention too, it's probably timely to mention that uh, Moles also to a uh, part-time pervert as well. He just hangs out and... <laughs> Part-time pervert, full-time gossip correspondent. So, Mole, you know one of uh, you know some of the headliners for KFC Edge Fest, and can you give us a hint? Is it an international or a local artist? Oh, I think this person in particular is world famous. World okay, famous. Who's, who's, who's coming? Who's coming? Who's the person going to be at Edge Fest? Come on, give us someone. Are you ready for some gossip, Ben? Yes, we've been, we've been ready for two minutes, Mole. <laughs> We're all ready. Okay, hold on to your knickers because I'm going to blow them off. <laughs> Please don't do that. Head Told you he's a pervert. Edge Fest 2017 is. Who's yeah. going to be there? Sharon Casey. Sharon Casey. She'll be at Edge Fest. You're going to be at Edge Fest, yes? So, hold on. I knew you were leading me down the path. You have no actual <laughs> announcements. We've just dedicated three minutes of the show to this. Yes. <laughs> oh, of course I'm going to be at KFC Edge Fest. I love, K- I love Edge Fest, but, like, that's not a real, that's not a real thing. Like, well, you he's said not you, wrong, is he, though? To say and this not, is a disappointment <laughs> is an understatement. You said it was gonna, you were going to give us one of the line-up announcements. Did I? <laughs> yes! <laughs> 
You're so annoying. Okay, if Thank you want, you if you want all of the details for KFC Edge Fest, it is on the edge.co.nz yeah. and make sure you listen on Wednesday for that huge lineup announcement. Yeah. If you can't make it to Edge Fest, come along to John O'Price Hedge Fest as well, 2017. <laughs> all the greatest oh. hedges New Zealand has, Pittosporums, <laughs> Chrysanthemums. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, Sharon. Uh, what do you want to talk about, mate? Well, thank you for asking, Jono. Um, it's your turn to talk. <laughs> You've done no talking this week. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about this on don't, Monday. You've done all the heavy lifting. Oh, come on. <laughs> I um, wanted to talk about this on Monday, but I couldn't because we were taking the vow of silence. But I went to dinner last Friday night at my friend Angie's house. Well, we did the makeup for you. You said yeah. I hadn't done my makeup. I was going out to do the makeup. So Ben and myself, I thought, gave it an honest crack. I thought you did a good job. You gave it a crack. You just did a terrible job. You look a little prostitute <laughs> <laughs> I looked like a real. I looked like a, a prostitute you got with a discount coupon. <laughs> it was not a good one. Attainable. Now, <laughs> affordable. Yeah. You know? I was like, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It might not be as expensive as the other ones. <laughs> it's, the, it's the sort that a Scrooge like Ben would be like, yeah, that's all right. Well, you're right. You're right. Now, the lights are going to be off. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to talk about your guys' prostitute problems, but um, what I wanted to talk about was at this dinner, all of us were in long-term relationships, but then one of our friends came... Healthy ones? Yeah, healthy Good, ones. Great. So marriages, long-term yeah, relationships, right. engaged, so there's a variety. But then our friend bought her boyfriend, and they've been together now for a month. So early like, days, early so days. So honeymoon period yep. sort of stuff. You know what I'm saying? They're like still passion on the escalator at the mall, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. And she said, oh, we walked up Mount Eden the other night and oh my God, it was so funny. It started pissing down with rain. All of us long-term relationship are like, oh, what a terrible day. <laughs> and then she goes, but it was so great though. We ended up just pashing under a tree for like half an hour. In the rain? We were like, just pashing. She's like, oh, well, like a little bit of groping. Yeah, mainly just pashing. Oh, doesn't that make you sick? And like, it does make you sick minutes. in the rain. It does make you make sick. You catch right. a cold. Exactly. That exactly. was the thing. All of us long-term relationshipers were like, honeymoon period. Six months' time, you'll be telling him to hurry up and get in the car because you're going to get your hair wet. Because that's the difference between the honeymoon period yeah. and a long-term relationship. Oh, yeah. When we first started going out, if we hurt... Like if I walked into a wall or something, yeah, it would be like, oh, you're right, you know, you, you know, do you, again? Oh. Yeah, do you want to do plaster or something? And, and <laughs> now, now if she hurts, if Jen hurts herself or I hurt myself, it's like, <laughs> you just laugh at each other evilly every yeah. single time. Yeah. You could tell how long have you been with a man and now Ben? Oh, oh <laughs> well, well, thank you for asking me that. Don't, a long time. Just it's like the exact years. It's like, like, exact years. You know, it's like long, fourteen oh, years or something. A long time, you know. Yeah. But yeah. what's your anniversary date again? Uh, Lost yeah. your virginity to it. <laughs> yeah. Things, uh, but yeah, I guess I guess one of the things for us is uh, you know when it used to be like oh it's time for bed and you'd be like oh time for bed now oh, yeah. it's like I'll make a cup of tea <laughs> bring it down to bed <laughs> cup of tea is definitely a sign the honeymoon period's over yeah, right? definitely. Well, cause you it, take a cup of tea to bed it's the same thing with, with passing <laughs> like when was Actually, the last can I stop you there who takes a cup of tea to bed sometimes who, who drinks tea in bed if you're reading your book Time. Yeah, watch a show, watch Netflix, mate. Netflix and actually chill. Just chill. Just, yeah. just, just watch Netflix. It's not Netflix and, it's Netflix <laughs> just, and chilling. Hey, what time is this at 5.30 at night? You, know, you old man. But it's a, it's a great point. Another difference between the honeymoon period and a long-term right. relationship. Yeah. What did you used to do in the beginning, Sharon? Well, people pash. And they just pash, whereas when you've been in a long-term relationship, you're only passion if it's leading to some forking, am uh, I right? I see, Like, there's, yeah, there's yeah. no no makeups and makeouts in a shop doorway anymore. It's just like, do you want to pash? Yes, we're getting laid. That okay. every single time. When the honeymoon wore off, what started happening? Okay. What's the difference? When did the relationship let itself go? No, that's not the, <laughs> the question. Is is. <laughs> in your relationship, what were you doing in the honeymoon period that you're definitely not doing now? Matt, what was it for you? What were you doing in the honeymoon period and what are you not doing now? Um, well, I guess like like you guys said, so just um, like the whole passion thing um, pretty much everywhere and 
Um, it was uh, we could cuddle without without any problems, and now she cuddles and uh, loud and proud farts in the bed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, farting is a big one. You know, I'll give Jean credit there. I've never uh, never heard her fart. Never all smell. Wow, yeah. that's that amazing. Quite an impressive record. Man, as soon as I, I got that ring on my finger, it was all over. <laughs> I've been bottling up a lot in there. I'm not hiding anymore. So happy to break up with me now. Because <laughs> I'm breaking something else now and it's windfall. Hey, Jody, what is it for you? Honeymoon period versus long-term relationship. You, you you just go around and do it anyway. It didn't matter before. Now I'm like, oh, just change the sheets. Do we have to? We'll make a mess. Yes. Why don't you ever say, oh, you got to get my clean sheets all sweaty with your sweaty yeah. back. <laughs> What, what about like, this one? Do you like to sync up your sex with your washing cycle, dear? <laughs> yes, it works. It's nice. <laughs> hey, Jody. Jody, what about this one? Someone texted her to three three four three. Honeymoon period wearing sexy lingerie. Four hours late. Four. Sorry. Honeymoon period wearing sexy lingerie. Four years later, he's getting my cotton panties. Are you the same? Oh, one hundred percent. It's like, who's wearing a G-banger after the honeymoon period, eh? Unless mate, you have me. to. I'm still doing it. I'm committed to it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a decade, but I'm still there. <laughs> you look good in a G-banger. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'll see some pics. Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> hey, Jody, make sure you stay there because we're going to put you in the draw for you and a friend to go around the world with $50,000. All thanks to our mates at Flight Centre, all right? Oh, yay! That's awesome. Just make sure you do it uh, in between washing cycles, okay, Joe? <laughs> hey, if it's not your sheets, it doesn't matter. Damn straight, girl. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Wow. Or what? Wow. This is going to be about me, because you're looking at me, aren't you? Yeah, because during the song she said, I've got to say something about you, Ben. So I think that was a giveaway. That was a giveaway. I don't know if Ben is going to enjoy me telling this story, but uh, last night we went to see producer Dan's uh, performance in The Great Gatsby. We were there, weren't we? Me and you, Shaz. Jono, however, didn't turn up, so our uh, family outing turned into this awkward three-way date between (laughs) me, Ben, and his wife, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I learned so much about Ben in the three hours that all we were there. Stuff, all great stuff. All great stuff. Moving on with the show. It turns out. No, the show's not three hours. But. Tell, no, oh, we were there for like two and a half hours. We're good friends, you know. Um, so the first thing I realised was like, Ben actually is stingy. He's not He's not turning it up. So we get there. Well, he is the show tight ass. We've spoken to him about before. <laughs> oh, what? You, you've even called yourself the show tight ass. Yeah, I, ha- I have from time to time. But what? what, what you wouldn't even. When, the, when everyone was pitching in for a poor guy whose house had been robbed, his laptop had been oh, stolen. I said I'd put money in. I just didn't say what amount. Someone in the office had their laptop stolen. We all did a whip around to buy him a new laptop. Ben was like, oh, I like him. But I don't, I don't like him enough to donate towards his new oh, laptop. I know something. But just anyway, well, that's that's old news, mate. Everyone it's was going to chuck in a hundy. Ben was like, I'll give him a t- do you know, last <laughs> night, though, yeah, at the Great Gatsby, half-time, free tea and coffee and biscuits. <laughs> it was very heavy about that. <laughs> we walk in and there's a bar, and Ben goes up and he gets, he goes to get a drink, and Amanda apparently said to him, should we get Sharon a drink? And he said, no. <laughs> 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 And he told her that he could, she could have one drink. Who she could have one drink? Hang on. We would ask you if you wanted a drink, and you said no. And then we're like, we'll get Sharon one. I was like, well, no, she said no. People do that out of politeness, but you still get them one. She's fine. After that, they come back and they're like, I said, oh, I might get an ice cream. And I said, are you going to get an ice cream to Amanda before she could answer? Ben's next snaps around. He's like, they're $4, you know? They were $4. <laughs>
<laughs> she, she thankfully just like, screw you, Ben, I'm getting an ice cream. She got an ice cream, that's fine. Yeah, so I mean, fine. Fair enough, he did pay $22 for the ticket. $29. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then we're in the second half of the show. Poor Amanda hasn't been fed dinner. And so she's chewing a piece of gum. Give <laughs> her a piece of gum for dinner. Dish had some dinner. And it was one of those like flavoured ones. They run out of flavour. So well, Amanda... Those biscuits at half time, they were dinner. <laughs> Amanda politely says to Ben, hey, can I have another piece of gum? And he goes real loudly, you've already got one. <laughs> you've already got oh, one. He wouldn't give her a second piece she of gum. She was chewing away at the time on the piece of gum I'd give yeah, her. Yeah, run out of break this down you're ruling if someone already has a piece of gum in their mouth they're not entitled to another piece of gum yeah. <laughs> I was like what do you need another piece of gum you're clearly chewing the gum I just gave you an hour ago oh. she's still chewing the same you haven't fed the poor lady dinner she was allowed a bag of chips in the car that Ben had stolen from work. Oh, no, you're p- pacing me out to be a bad person. No, but you are a Scrooge, and I wonder... Jeez, t- date night must be a <laughs> hell of a night. We go to Baker's Delight and just eat all samples. I wonder, though, 0800 The Edge, is your partner stingier than Ben? Oh, jeez. Is, is he not only letting you get one drink? Is he not giving you a second piece of gum? Or is it your, is it your, the lady in your life? Oh, one gum over here. The Edge. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Hey Shelby, welcome to the show. Is your partner stingier than Ben? I reckon he is, especially with electricity and water. Okay, what does he do? So like he's real anal about like leaving lights on and things like that. So like at the moment, I live in a very dim house. So people come in and it's like it's almost like we're vampires. Oh so yeah. Lights off and like if I like run the shower and quickly pop into the bathroom he like freaks out he's like you can't do that you know the water bill oh, oh he's, he's always that must just drive you bonkers also, I had a friend this is a true story had a friend who had two light bulbs for his whole house he would he would screw them out and screw them in depending on what, what room he was in so if he was in the if he's in the lounge he'd screw one into the lounge turn it on while he's in the lounge turn it off and then it was time to go to bed he'd take the one out of the lounge put it into his bedroom turn that on turn oh. it, he would transfer two light bulbs around the whole house wow. great idea I'm okay. doing it this weekend hey Shelby Shelby I, I hope that your boyfriend's not listening right now because if he heard that light bulb idea then that yeah. is going to be happening the light bulb would have gone well. off his head we're worried about that eh? sorry we'll get that between our shelves alright secrets Save. Jenna, is your partner stingier than Ben? Yes. What does he do? He does. He takes me out for dinner. He says he takes me out for dinner. And then we go through the McDonald's drive-thru and he makes us do a separate order. A separate order for something that's under $10? Technically, he has taken you out for dinner. Yes. Are you in his car? Has he driven? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, well then you can't argue with you're him. Out for I'm, I'm taking you out <laughs> yeah. for dinner. Oh, jeez, do you know? I didn't say I'm taking you out. I'm paying you for, paying for dinner. I reckon he's going to start charging you petrol money as well, so maybe start taking your car, babs. Oh, definitely. I, do, I wouldn't even put it past him. He <laughs> probably would. Wow. Okay, Ben, there are there are some people like you out there. I'm getting some great ideas. Keep them coming through, guys. <laughs> Lisa, what does your partner Take do night. that is stingier <laughs> than Ben? It was actually an ex-partner, hence I'm not with him anymore. Oh, but, my um, God, Ben. We were sitting there, we were doing some grocery shopping. We've been together for like five years at this point. And I was like, oh, can I get this? Like, I'll give you the money back. And he was like, you do realise that's $1.50 you owe me now. <gasps> he actually made you that's pay him back $1.50. That's fair enough. He, he actually said that. And another time we was at the pub and I was like, oh, can I get some chips? And I was with my like my family as well. And he just gave me this glare just to say, 
Well, you could have eaten something at home. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. Lisa, I can see why Ben's like, I want to go out with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like my dream man. Ben's probably, probably thinking, hang on, I went out with a Lisa once. <laughs> Way back in the day. Imagine if, imagine if Lisa's ex and Ben started dating. They'd just sit oh. in a house, just not doing anything, just sitting in darkness, <laughs> like trying to out-tight each other. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app. And listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.